Welcome to this topical life. Real conversation, real exploration, real life stories. A discussion about life, cause life ain't a vacation. And now, here's your host, Tiffany Murphy. Hello and welcome to this topical life today is gonna be so much fun because I have an amazing friend here with me and her name is Mary Athman. And we have known each other for quite some time and we have a great subject topic to talk about and it has to do with sex. So we're talking about sex <laughs> and, um, and the lack thereof before marriage. Yeah. yeah. So um, Mary and I, um, so yeah, we met at college and we both know each other's husbands and I lived, uh, well, they lived in Dallas or in Texas uh, for a short time. And we, you know, that's where I grew up in Texas. And then we kind of moved around and then we ended up in the same place, Portland, Oregon, after all these years. So our girls have kind of know each other, our families, we camp, we do things. Um, but we don't get to see each other as much as we would love. We live kind of farther apart, but we both didn't realize we were, did we know that we were both virgins when we were married, first got married? How did we find out that we both waited? I'm not even sure. You're not even sure. Like okay. the one time we talked about sex, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so we really kind of more got to know each other after college. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like we were like, Hey, are you waiting till you're married? Are you waiting till you're married? No, it was no. not like that. <laughs> it was like, yeah, we wait. Yeah. Like we were married, you know, kids have happened. Life has happened. Oh yeah. We waited till we were married. Oh, so did I like, mm -hmm. Whoa. Okay. How was that? And so you've been married for 17, uh, 17 years 17? since October. Okay. Yeah, 17. Okay. Yeah. So just about 17, we're 16. And, um, we were joking because, you know, not many people do wait till they're married, but we are out there. There are people out there that do actually wait to have sex before they're married. Now, define... And live. And live the tale. <laughs> they do exist. Uh, and, and, and they survived. They survived those hormones that we know oh so well. Mm -hmm. And this is not because we're a lack of sexual. It is absolutely not for lack of sex. It actually, you know, I actually really don't know Mary's reason for total reason why for waiting. And I think she doesn't necessarily, you don't know mine, no. do you? Mm -hmm. So let's start out with, okay. okay, let's start out with why did you wait till you were married and how old were you when you got married? I mean, people want to know like, what were you 15? No, you yeah. were, <laughs> you were. So, so end of story. Yeah. <laughs> that was not hard. Right. Yeah. Um, so what was the first question? How long? Well, what, what made me decide to wait? Yeah. What yeah. made you decide okay. to wait? And how old were you when you got married? Just first okay. of all, how old were you when you got married? Okay. Starters. 24. Okay. 24. I had sex before you did. <laughs> oh, you win. <laughs> I win by a year. Okay. Yeah. So. Lucky. Lucky. Um, um, so, okay, so what made you decide to not do it? Well, God, like I grew up very traditional Christian um, in the Midwest, the Bible Belt, and, like, it was, it was, I was indoctrinated, you know, um, this is, this is what you do, and, like your parents wanted you to yeah, and my church almost more, my parents weren't that comfortable talking about sex, there were not many conversations, like, okay. 
there was just zero coming from them. So I was just listening intently to my youth pastor and, you know, my church. And the, the message was, do not, under any circumstances, have sex until you're married um, because this is biblical. I couldn't cite any verses. This is biblical. This is... Um, Purity matters, and um, saving yourself saves you a lot of heartache, and that was one thing that stood out for me, just, like, saving myself, like, the heartache of being ripped apart. You know, I had, I remember a sermon from youth pastor saying, like, two people having sex before marriage and then breaking up later is, like, is, like, ripping, is, like, ripping something off of you. It's, like, it's so hard to recover from. It's, like, not it's different than just dating, you know? Yeah. It's like a piece of them is left on you, and it's like you're forever, like, changed and scarred by that. And so that, and then just fear of STDs and just, like, a combination of that, you know, upbringing. But I also, I don't want to downplay the message I was getting in church because I also had a super strong desire to do the right thing, like, I just really was like, this is, this is the right thing. I want to make the best choices for my life. I don't want to ruin my life. So there was fear of like ruining my life by getting pregnant or an STD. Right. right? Yeah. Like that was so scary. That was almost enough. And then also like a a actual sincere desire to do the right thing. Yeah. And I was like, that's what I'm going to do. And I just like told myself that and made a really strong resolve that 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 was going to happen. That was it. Yeah. So did you have a thing in your church that made that official? You know, like how some people have like promise Uh rings and I, I'll tell you mine in a minute, but did they, did you have like something official or, okay. So it was just a decision. I wanted that though. Like I heard about it somehow and I had found this ring at the mall that I thought was really pretty. And I was like, I wish my parents would do this like purity ring thing with me and like make it meaningful. And so I like hinted a ton to my mom about this ring and I was like it'd just be so great if like yeah you thought of it that way and I know it's so funny because like some kids probably were handed purity rings from their parents and they rolled their eyes and but right. for me I was super sentimental and I thought oh that would be so sweet and meaningful and my mom ended up giving me the ring but without <gasps> she did she went and got it but without the without any sort of like meaningful speech or something attached to it right so, so did it you know, still mean? I decided it kind of meant that to me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mary, do you still have it? I, I think so. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm not one to get rid of jewelry like that. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm one to lose jewelry, not get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> so however you define that. Um, that's cool. So, and then, and that kind of what it lasted. So, you know, I want to talk about like the in-betweens of all that too, like, bouncing off back and forth, what it was like to have relationships because we all had relationships that we were attracted to people, you mm-hmm. know, and, you know, where things escalate and deescalate, you know, how that all, you know, mm-hmm. I remember <laughs> yeah, there's a lot I could say. Uh-huh. I'm kind of thinking in my head, I'm like, well, should I say that? I don't know. <laughs> um, but then uh, you can ask me the same <laughs> question so you feel better. <laughs> yeah. But for me, you know, it's funny because I look at my family as like kind of a comedic show. Like we kind of were like the Griswolds growing up. Mm. Anything that would go wrong would go wrong. Like we just kind of lived like, 
you know, oh, the Shaws go camping. It was a disaster. Oh, the Shaws <laughs> did this. It was a fiasco. Oh, I think it's because we had a lot of members in our family, you know, that kind of thing. So the thing about me was, is I was the first girl. And so the boys had a different kind of outlook on sex. But for me, I kind of came out of the woodwork on my own. And yes, we were kind of going to church at that time, but there was this thing called True Love Waits. Mm -hmm. And it was this program. Mm -hmm. And I kind of vaguely remember it, but all my friends, we were like, let's do that, you know? And so, but it was funny is because my parents were kind of concerned because they were like, my dad, I just remember my dad being like, are you sure? Like... He was almost kind of like, okay, you can make that promise, quote unquote. Uh-huh. You know, like I'm using my quote fingers right now. Like you can make that promise, but if you screw up, you cannot hate yourself. You know what I mean? So he was like setting you up for success. He was setting me up for whatever happened. To me, that wasn't... to Not, not success, I guess. Yeah. yeah. To me, that was not no. success. It was more like you're gonna... It did... I don't know. It, it, I could see why he did it. Mm-hmm. I totally see why he did it. And he know, you know, because he saw how serious I was, I'm guessing that's what, had I taken that sincerity and failed, think about how the sincerity of the failure would be. He was concerned. He was concerned. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. anyway, so, um, but I did it and, uh, took the, whatever. And, um, but I the plunge. The plunge. I took the plunge the and pledge. We, <laughs> pledge. Pledge. I don't know about plunge. We're <laughs> not there the... yet in the conversation. <laughs> Did not take the plunge. I took the pledge, and um and I think I also had a a good dose of fear as well. Just not so much doing the right thing. I was really modest. I wasn't mm-hmm. super like. So it was easy for me at first, mm-hmm. you know, to be very like, well, pff, I'm not gonna let a guy like go there, you know, so that's not going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until like college early, late high school where I was just like, okay, this is awful. Like, this is hard for me. Like, I don't know. Got, I started questioning the whole process. Mm-hmm. I wasn't necessarily going to like do it because I wasn't, cause I wasn't in love with that person. But had I been in love with that person, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe I would have, mm-hmm. but I think what, you know, as I'm raising kids now, I think about the process of that because your hormones are raging. Yeah. Like you would not believe, correct? Yeah. Like hump mm-hmm. walls, like kiss pillows. Yeah. Like roll around. I mean, it was like, how oh, did we it survive? Was like overwhelming. Overwhelming. Strong. Strong. Yeah. When but, those hormones like kick oh, in. Yeah. It's like, how do I even describe <laughs> that? Like, it's hard to picture my kids going through that. But. I don't know. it's like I feel like I barely survived I I just can't give the strength to my children like have to come up with it on their own but I uh yeah so that was why I back to what Mm. I was saying I that's why I decided to do that and um and it's funny because this is a little side note so I was talking to my brother we were at grocery outlet my oldest brother, his name is Brian. I'm not talking about my husband, Brian. I'm talking about my oldest brother, Brian. And, um, he was like, I was talking about maybe doing a podcast on virginity and all that kind of stuff. And he was just like, he was like, what you were a virgin when you got married. I was like, yeah, I was a virgin. He's like, you're telling me 
that you never had an orgasm before you got married? Oh, yeah. And I go, are you kidding? You tell me that story. I did? Yeah. I was like, are you kidding me? That's not what being a virgin is. He's like, I knew it. Because that guy on The Bachelor, he's like, he thinks he's a, he says he's a virgin. And I was like, no way. There's no way he hasn't had an orgasm. I go, were we raised in the same house, Brian? My God. Like, how did this happen? You know? So he's literally like almost 50 years old and realized what a virgin is. And I'm like, you know, it's funny because his kids are pretty like so conservative too. But like, uh-huh. it's funny. Yeah. Like I was just like, no, I didn't want to tell him that I, you know, it was just like, yes, I know what an orgasm does not necessarily mean you're a virgin. I mean that you're not a virgin or wait. Yeah. I just know because you're you, yes, you people know what I'm saying. My brother had it all wrong and thought the bachelor was like a total facade, and then did not believe that I waited till I was married. So we cleared that up 25 years later. But um, anyway, yes, I understood that at the outset. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I knew what I was committing to. <laughs> I was committing to a certain thing. So then I did in fact have orgasms before having sex. Oh yeah. Me too. Yeah, for sure. Did you wake up with them? Did you have them in your sleep? You know, now that I think about it. Yeah. Like I think I, I think I did like, sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, that happens. Let's just say it happened and my body was definitely ready. Yours too. I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just, it's a whole shebang, but the reason why we're talking about this really is because it can be an option now to wait till you're married to have sex. Now, if now, let me ask you this. I've asked myself this. Now that my friends, some of my friends are getting divorced that had waited till they were married, mm-hmm. how fast do they have sex after they start dating or, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. And I can honestly say, I think, well, I don't, you know, for me, it's like, well, if Brian died... Like, would I wait till I was married again to have sex? I mean, probably not. I don't think I would. Yeah. I, I think, think once be you do really it, it's really like, hard. I think it'd be super hard. Like, mm-hmm. once you go there, it's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But what do you think are the benefits of waiting till you're married? Because we all grew up, I know that you and I, it was, how are you going to know that your spouse is good in bed if you're not having sex with him ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Yes. I heard that a lot. Yeah. Which I thought was a ridiculous question personally. It made me wonder, but I was like, I didn't really think about it. That I just, deep. I feel like so much of sex is in the mind. Like, and if you like are just crazy about this person enough to marry them, like your mind is there. Yes. So why worry about the mechanics, like the physical part of sex? It's like, it starts in your in your mind, if your mind isn't there, it doesn't matter how great that person can perform. Right. You know, that that doesn't matter. Or in fact, you hear people that say they're married to one person and then you hear them say, it wasn't the best sex of my life. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they, they're like, they're happy with the person that they picked, but they're saying that there was better sex. Yeah. In a different way. Yeah. So it wasn't the best sex of my life. But can we ever know? Well, that's the thing. Why, it's like, you know, I agree with you in the sense yeah. of like, this is the thing. Waiting till you're married, there's nothing to think about. Like you're not thinking about pasts. You're not comparing yourself. You're not comparing your spouse. You're dragging you're not com- like 
baggage into the sex relationship? No baggage. And there is baggage. Yeah. Any person that I say, does this happen to you? If I say, oh, yeah, we, we waited till we were married, you know, oh, I wish I did that. Or, oh, mm-hmm. they see the benefit of it. Mm-hmm. And they've also been married and with the same person for a really long time. So that just disproves the point that... Maybe the sex will be bad. Yeah, maybe the sex <laughs> will be bad if you uh-huh. don't wait till you're married. Yeah. It's a facade. Yeah. And indeed, we've been married for how long? And every yeah. person you've encountered that said, I wait till I was married, they wait, or that they didn't wait... Or they never thought about waiting, um, say they wish they did, or they've said that they have compared their spouse to past. Yeah. That th- it's an issue. Yeah. It's an issue. It so, is. biblically speaking, though, yeah. Because when I was struggling so hormonally, wanting to like screw everything in sight, basically, like that's how my body felt. Yeah. I would, I would say, why do we wait? If this is so biblical, if this is really biblical, mm-hmm. God, show me why to wait. Because everything in my body, mind, and whatever is like anti-waiting. So yeah. there was a level of trust. And yeah. and the level of trust was very small compared to the long the length I've been married. I'll tell you that. Yeah, right. It was a way shorter period of time. Way shorter period of time. Uh-huh to wait and have all those raging hormones than to be married yeah, and have a good absolutely. sex life. I never thought about it like that, but yeah. I mean, there was trust. There was trust. Believing like God that you're saying, what you're saying is waiting is best for me and you want the best for me and you're loving God. You're not just like a rule-making God. Yeah. Right? Like, why would that even be that in the Bible? That doesn't have our interests in mind. Like, right. You know, if your belief is that the laws, like the commandments are there for our benefit because he loves us, not there to control us. Yeah. Then you believe, well, this is for a good reason. Right. And so I trust you, God. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So my conclusion is waiting is like saves you from mental baggage. Yes. What yeah. else? And the what emotional else? hurt, I just think, I feel like, I was fortunate I didn't, and I didn't go through many breakups. I just really took my time with dating. I was, like, I just was slow on purpose. I took my time. I had lots of, like, those little the Make-out crushes sessions? where oh, okay, yeah. you like each other and then you, like, are a thing, you know, in high school, how that would happen all the time and, like, you would last for two weeks. But it was, like, to me, you're not an official boyfriend and girlfriend pair if he doesn't officially ask you out, right? So I I only had, like, a couple official boyfriends before I met my husband. Okay, so how Only many? a couple. So one, two. Wait, so how long I did you... I used to know this number. Right. <laughs> it's not a very big number. Two or three. Okay, yeah. so it made... So it made it... So how... F- Wait. Like official boyfriends. Official Not boyfriends. Not counting the other like guys, and we liked each other. We held hands. Things like okay, there was more of those. Yeah. Okay. Were those making out at all? Uh, Did you ever just make out? Yeah, boys? yeah. I made out the most with a guy that I was never officially like dating. It was a messed up relationship. Yeah, but we made out the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but just so my answer was like to the benefit, I think, um, I just, I was fortunate, like, I escaped a lot of heartbreak, and 
um, the person who broke my heart, the one guy who broke my heart was Luke, was my husband. Luke is the one who broke my heart. What? Because he broke up with me. Luke, Luke is her husband, by the way. Yeah. Wait, he, he broke, broke up with you? He broke up with me. Wait, how long yeah. were you dating? We've been dating a few months, but it was, like, so, I just, like, knew, like, everything was so strong, like, my, um... Did I commitment. Did I not know this? I don't know if you know the story. I don't think. I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. So you were dating for three months, and then. Yeah, and then we went on this camping trip. It was terrible. We went on this camping trip. It's not thought out. But Luke is kind of an impulsive guy. So. Is he? Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. He's super so fun. So here we are on this camping trip, and the morning, like we we, so it was me. And him and his best friend, Kevin, named Kevin. Oh, yeah. So uh, we, like, spend the night. Next morning, Luke's sitting at his picnic table. I walk up to him. I'm just like, hey, good morning. And he's like, hey, just been thinking. And I just don't know if we're going to work. I feel like I feel like we should probably break up. And it was just like, drop this bomb on me. And I was just, like, in shock. Like, what? And so poor Kevin's here. Kevin, just and in the so background, just like, like there. What? The like, so he just like trapped his friend what? in the most awkward out in the wilderness. So like it's just the three of us, and so I just like take off and, and go now for a and walk. you're in the middle of the wilderness. Like yeah. you have to ride in the car with him on the way back. Yeah. So oh, it was Luke. the the worst. Like you don't do that. Right. Like, think think of think it's real. <laughs> like, and so I apparently he had had a, a dream about a girl that he had a crush on before we met. And he thought the dream was a sign. Like, I shouldn't have thoughts about other girls if oh. I'm really committed to Mary. So maybe I, now I'm not sure. And so, okay. just because of that dream. Okay. You know, so okay. it's very impulsive. It was just like, I guess that means, you know. Like, he was trying to do the right thing so extreme. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like, yeah. So, not thought out, obviously. So then I walk away and then I'm. But crying. he didn't tell you that right I'm away, really did he? I'm mad. He tell me what. Did he tell you that he had the dream and that's why he had to break up? Or was that come out later? I think it came out later. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And so I'm really mad and I'm crying. I come back and then it's just sort of like, we just all like packed up quietly and it was like so awkward and just like packed everything up and like pile. And so like Luke's car, I wish I remember the details better. Luke's like, we packed everything up and then we were driving and then Luke's car broke down. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> no. We had to, like, all cram. So we had two cars, and now we had to cram everything into my car and abandon his car on the road. So now I'm, like, crammed in this car because we had, like, been leaving in two cars. Now we, like, left his car on the road, just left it there. That where, was what where, we did. You just left it there? Yeah. Just left it. <laughs> <laughs> the good college way. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was a God. beater. It was. It was, but wait, you went car, to go get it, right? Funny memory. No. What? Uh-uh. You like left it, left it? Yeah. We were in college. Luke didn't know what to do. I guess he didn't have money for a tow truck. He was like, it wasn't worth it. The car wasn't worth it. And so, Yeah, like, you could get parts. I have great memories oh of that car. Oh my God. He used to like hold on to the roof on the driver's side and leap into the window <laughs> to get in the car because <laughs> the door didn't open. And he's not a short guy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So funny. That is funny. So we left so that. Car. So then we've like crammed in my car, and I'm just so mad and so upset and so don't want to be around anyone. Sure. And poor Kevin, like torture, just right. like oh, get me out of here, you right. know. So, 
so yeah, he broke my heart. He, I just, just kind of like left and I was like, he said like, maybe I'll call you. And I was like, don't call me. I don't want to talk. And I drove home. I drove from that camping trip back home. To Missouri? To Nebraska. Oh, to Nebraska? Yeah. And it was a eight hour drive. I, I like, could have gotten an accident. I was crying so hard. And I had my mixtapes. I was playing oh, my yeah. mixtapes. She still has her mixtapes. And they still work, and I still have my mixtapes. I was, I was so excited That's when our amazing. minivan had a tape player. Yeah. And I could listen to my old tapes that still work. But, yeah, I was listening to these. And I, I was listening to this tape the other day, the same one that really? I listened to. Does like, it trigger anything? Is this, like, on repeat, and there's these two songs. And I was just, like, sob and sob and sob to these songs. Well, we got to know what song. I couldn't even what listen song? to the song without crying for years. He um, really broke your heart. He did. I'd never experienced anything like that before or since. Like, he broke my heart. I was dev- I was devastated. I was like the floodgates, so like I could barely see the road, you know? And I was like having a hard time concentrating on driving. I totally could have gotten a wreck. I was, I was a wreck. You were a wreck driving a wreck. Yeah. So then how long were you broken up? So all summer. So all summer. So he was back home home in Dallas and he would call me and I was like, what do you want to talk about? (laughs) I don't want to talk. And so he just kept persisting and he ended up talking to a friend of his uh, who was like, dude, what were you thinking? She was like the best thing that ever happened to you. What, What? You need to go get her back. That's what his friend told him. His friend Damien. Who Thank is you, this? Damien. Fr- Damien, shout out. <clears throat> yeah. So, so then he Damien. spent the whole summer trying to win me back, and we totally like spent a whole bunch of time. Uh, Luke would remember this better. I like wish he was here because I rely on him to help me remember details. But uh, we played this online game, this like simple like card game, like that we would play together online. Oh yeah. You know, okay. like we were like playing this game. I didn't know you could do that um, back we'd then. Spend like out online. back then, I know. Yeah, together. It was like one of the only things. It was like very. Wonder what that is. Cribbage. Very beta. No, is that even no. cards? I don't, I don't even know. know how to play that game. <laughs> I don't, I don't even know. Luke might remember. I mean, solitaire. I need to ask him. Solid game of solitaire. Yeah, I know. It was like remember that mm-hmm. game of solitaire. Mm-hmm. It was something like that. But yeah, we spent hours playing that game. And, like, you know, text chatting? How you could, oh, yeah, yeah, like on AOL. Like chat in the game. Yeah. Message well, I don't know about the, the game, game, but I knew you could do, like, instant message on yeah, AOL. Yeah, and some things, like, yeah, some games you could also. Well, yeah. you were high tech. I was not. Uh, I think, you know what? I, I think I pl- you told me how to do it. So Okay. I yeah. played the Candy Crush. Or it wasn't called that. It was Bejeweled. Do you remember oh, Bejeweled? Bejeweled kind of. I never like, played it. Oh, God. I wasted so much time in the... Uh, college computers playing. Yes. I mean, my, my friends would be typing their papers and I'm over there, ding, <laughs> ding, ding. Like, I had to play Bejeweled before I did any type of schoolwork. And then I realized I had to do my schoolwork, like, at 5 in the morning. Like, I'm a morning person all the way. Mm-hmm. So I never did homework when everyone was doing homework. I always was, like... You did at 5 in the morning. That's I got impressive. up really early. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I still, I mean, you know, I kind of am a morning person, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. okay, so, so back to him breaking your heart. Mm-hmm. So I experienced that once, and that was without us ever having sex. I mean, I... Oh, had you had sex? I feel like I wouldn't have survived. I mean, just like, I am, I'm a highly sensitive person. That's actually like a real category of people, like that scientifically, like... Are you like high empath? 
yeah. You're a high empath introvert. Yeah. And so yeah. like I'm so sensitive, but it's it's more to like it's also stimuli and other things. It's not just about like, oh, you hurt my feelings. I'm so sensitive. It's like there's more to highly sensitive, you know. Okay. People um just like loud sounds, like animals or children being abused, like everything like just just cutting so deep. Or like crying on behalf of strangers. You know that I'm just yeah. very 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 um sensitive and I I just feel like I don't know how I could have survived a relationship where I'd been having sex with a person because you know the Bible says when you come together in the sexual act two people are becoming one that that sex is more than just a physical act it's a spiritual act as a spiritual connection yeah and that's what my youth pastor was trying to get across when he was talking about like like putting a piece of duct tape on a on a cardboard box and you pull the duct tape off it rips off some of the cardboard you know yeah. it's just like it injures you it injures your spirit your spiritually and emotionally and physically and so I I was spared that I just I'm so grateful if that's the only reason you know sure well and then I was kind of similar like it's I was kind of, I'm kind of a weird um enigma in the, or I don't even know what enigma means but and whatever that word is but I'm like have lots of relationships but yet I am very the same way like I'm not as sensitive but when I give like I I just was very I don't know how to describe it but for me I'm the same way I guess I don't know how to describe it it's like I'm not highly sensitive about deep a, connection. Yeah. The deep connection. It's like, I'm not really good at small talk. Well, I am good at it. I just don't like it. Mm -hmm. So dating for me was always just such a chore. It was just like, uh, the awkward first date, you know, <laughs> like I would rather just make out or something. like <laughs> I could make out with you and be totally fine and not be that connected. But yet if there was a deep connection there, then it was like, whoa, like I just kind of, my radar was like really, really careful. So I kind of made this deal with God or when I was, um, a junior in high school, I dated, I went on this, this is kind of how I even got to JBU, but I dated, uh, this pastor's kid and I never said I loved him, but I was, we dated for six months and it was super intense and it was kind of a whim relationship. You know, he was younger and I was older, but yet we had this like chemistry and I was always fascinated by chemistry, like with people mm -hmm. with like, how does that work? Mm -hmm. Like, how is it that I can feel this way around somebody and feel this way around someone or like, you know, or I think someone looks attractive, but then I don't really want to like hang out with them. Yeah, you, know? you don't enjoy their their vibe. Yeah, their, like I'm mm -hmm. all about the vibe, all mm -hmm. about the vibe. And yeah, I mean, looks are important too, but like more about the vibe. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I had this with this guy and we broke up and I thought I was going to die. Like, mm -hmm. of course, we all say, oh, we're going to die, our first love, whatever. But for me, it was so deep. And, mm -hmm. I, you know, my my parents would be like, oh, you know, it's okay. This is your first time, you know, blah, blah, blah. And we, 
you know, he wanted to go further. I said no. And coincidentally, guess what? He loses interest. And then I, and then I'm the one that breaks up with him, Mm -hmm. you know? So he was just immature, but like we did have this certain chemistry. Yeah. So it took me a super long time and I dated, you know, I went to college and I dated about every other guy that was so different from this person. Mm-hmm. And trying to like get over him. Kind of. Yeah. Or like figure out what was that? Yeah. You know, because if it was just f- stupid high school or whatever, or like, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I said to God, I was just like, I don't ever want to be in a serious relationship again until it's the one because I cannot go through that again. Mm-hmm. Like no freaking way. Mm-hmm. So I said two months, if I'm not into you in two months, that was like, I need to like, we need to stop hanging out. So to me, that was like kind of experimenting with somebody like just, I kind of attracted to you. Let's hang out, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, we could date, we could be dating and then we can just keep it chill. And then if it's like, I would not let my heart go. I just knew where to stop. You were guarded. I was very guarded, very, uh-huh. very guarded, but I still didn't understand why I was that way. I mean, I knew in my logical mind I was that way, but like there was, I just was like, nope, nope, nope. And then Brian, when we, so we, I dated all the other, you know, all the others. And then when Brian and I started dating, it was like two months. I knew he was the one. It was like right at the two months. Mm-hmm. And then he was, he was very, very, very much like the guy that I dated in high school, mm-hmm. only like 20 times better. Uh-huh. So, so validating to marry someone that I always knew I was kind of attracted to this type of person, mm-hmm. but then to actually get validated knowing that I married someone like I did, someone that I was kind of attracted yeah, to in high school, like, it validated for me. Right. Like, you that, had a glimpse of, of your person. Yeah. I had a, a glimpse of what that one, you know, the one mm-hmm. or whatever. And then, yeah. So that was kind of my journey through dating per se. And so like with our kids, like, what are you going to tell your girls? I mean, for me, you know, Joey's 14 and he's had some girls like on text or a girl mm-hmm. on text from far away. Uh-huh. I'm glad about that. But like, I just say, you know, pursuing as a friend keeps you in a safe zone. Yeah. So you're not having to, but you have to be careful with their heart. Yeah. Guarding the heart, which yeah. we all, you know, um, but talking it to it from a boy perspective, guarding a girl's heart where a girl's heart, you know, it's just a different rhyming reason for a girl's perspective. Yeah. So yeah. like, what do you, that's, what are your good job mama? Well, like, you're into that's what you hope. Like I'm a, as a mom of girls, like that, those moms of the boys that they'll be into are, are guiding them well, you know? Sure. Well, to some of these girls are super aggressive. Women. Well, yeah. yeah. And then you getting the girls to be like, no, you need to let the guy, you need to, you know, be with the family you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I should think about that. I have thought about it a little bit and I should think about it more. I didn't get much guidance, you know? And so it's like, we tend to go by, to, you know, by default, by what our sure. parents, you know, told us. And so I feel like I'm having to manufacture what will I tell them? And like, and it's something I want to like put some real thought into, but 
a thing that I felt really passionate about when I was in high school. I was a part of this really, really like tight, very surprisingly mature youth group, group of kids. And I still miss like the community I had that I've never had community like that again in my life. Like it was so incredible. So accepting, just so like uh, uplifting and encouraging like each other's faith. So fun, still, you know, goofy. Anyway, um, but like I, I became our mantra with the girls became like just be friends, be friends with the guys. It's so important. I would like get really impassioned, like talking to other girls. Like, you don't need to date if you're interested. Just be friends first. Like, here's all the benefits of just being friends with guys. Yeah, you know, like learn learn who you're into. Like, why like you know get your put your heart out there to get broken when you can, like, right now, I, I had a little bit of foresight, like, we're really young, what's the point of getting all, like, emotionally involved, Yeah, you so know? did you really feel that way when you were that age? I did. So you felt, you my felt My first it. boyfriend was my senior year, so okay, I hadn't okay. had a boyfriend, but I had all these little, like, I was interested, we were interested in each other, and it lasted a couple of weeks, like, those silly crushes. Like, right, crushes. Yeah. But the first official boyfriend, and then that lasted for, that lasted a while, five or six months. Yeah, that is a the while. first boyfriend. Yeah, and so, like, we were friends first, but I was very intent on being friends first, and so when Luke and I um, first met, and he asked me out right away, and he asked me out on Valentine's Day, <laughs> I was like, oh, sure, yeah, we can we can go out as friends. Are you, oh, he I must have been like, that, like that like cautious like let's do this the right way let's be friends first because like wouldn't like what better scenario than to suddenly have your eyes opened and be dating your friend like a guy who's your friend right you know just like what better way to set up the dating relationship like be friends first and then right yeah you know then it's like so much more amazing so i was like yeah it's friends. he was like okay, we can go out as friends. And when he said that, he was totally mocking me, but I didn't know him well enough to realize it at that point. And I was like, okay, cool. Oh my gosh. So he was mocking you, but he knew. He was so mocking me. (laughs) Right. But you You both were very attracted. Yeah, I was. I was like. So he knew competently. I was overwhelmed with like, I think this is something different. Something, this is real. Something real is happening, and it's, like, so it's you're, happening. So you're back. And so I, I'm trying to be all cautious and careful. Like, right. let's do this right. I, right, I, totally. I, I want to take care of this. Sure. Like, this is important. So do it right. So. <laughs> well, we kind of had the same, um, a little bit the same thing. Like, so Brian had a crush on me our freshman year of college, but I we were in the same science class or whatever, and he was trying to help me with something, and it was like... You know, he was like, oh, who's, you know, but, but then, you know, we didn't really, I thought he was a nice guy, you know, just from afar, like, oh, I actually called him the man with the black bag because he would carry this shoulder bag. I thought he was older than like a normal (laughs) college kid because he had this like briefcase kind of like, who's the guy that carries the briefcase around, you know, whatever, (laughs) like that's what he looked like. But, um, but he was always so nice, you know, and then it wasn't until I was working in a library, which my God, I don't even know how they let me work in a library, but I worked in a library 
and he walked in and we just had this very good conversation, just very not deep, just, but we, but we knew each other well enough to be like, Hey, how's it going? You know? And it was like smooth. And I just felt something like even in that conversation, you know? And, um, it's like, I would like, we ran into each other like in between classes and I would go purposely to find him before my class started and after his class ended. So like we would sit and talk, you know, and I would find myself doing that. And I was just like thinking to myself, I'm like, this is not me. Like, I don't, mm -hmm. I do not like being the one, the chaser, first of all, mm -hmm. but I was chasing him more or less. Like mm -hmm. it was kind of the weirdest, not like me type situation, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, but when the tables turned, so when it, so when we did kind of start, like things were going and, you know, it, we were starting to like, I like you, you kind of like me, but we do we, do we, you know, like that kind of, mm -hmm. does she feel the same way? Does yeah. Same yeah. Way? Like how yeah. do you even figure that out? I, I know. know. I it's don't like even know. We didn't have cell phones. We did not have cell phones. No, no. How did we find out? A couple out? people did. I... Emails? My God. I don't even know. We lived through that time, folks. Yep. Before <laughs> the text message. So these relationships were drawn out, you know, in yeah. some ways. But in some ways not. Because mm -hmm. it's a small campus. As you see each other, I don't know. But he pulled me aside and was just like, okay, I'm ready to be serious, you know. And I was just like. He said that? Yeah. And I was like, oh, I don't know. And I said, <laughs> this is the classic. Oh, oh. I don't know. I need to guard my heart. Like you I said it. I said it. I said it because I read some books that, you know, yeah. those like, um, Oh, <laughs> the guy who's actually getting divorced right now. He wrote, what was that one? It was, uh, it was a dating book. I don't know. I can't quote anything obviously, but oh, do you know what I'm talking about? That's so ringing about. Yes. It just came out that he, is getting a divorce. Oh, sad. It is sad. It makes me really sad. I know. It's really sad. Um, and not to know that some of the stuff he said was totally legit. It's just unfortunate, really, obviously. But anyway, guarding my heart came from that book. <laughs> I think it did. I swear. Yeah. I it did. But oh, it was true. So it did save me from a lot. Yeah. You know, there's nothing wrong with taking care of yourself. Yeah. That's you know? right. This is a precious gift that you can only give one time. It is. That's something to think about. Well, and of course, emotionally too. Yeah. You know, emotionally, physically, the whole shebang. I mean, I like having control. Mm hmm So, um, you know, my parents, there were times where in my later college years, like, my dad would be like, why are you not? He's, he just could not wrap his brain around the fact. He was like, Tiffany, are you a lesbian? <laughs> No, no, I'm not. Our parents were so different. <laughs> I know. So my process, exactly, my it blows your mind because it's like, how did, like, I really had to dig deep to find out why to wait. Like, why is it good? You kind of went from the perspective of like, you know what? You kind of were honoring yourself and you also took biblical knowledge and related it to your life. For me, is, is that right? Yeah, more, I, I mean, I acknowledge there was fear there. Okay, know? oh yeah, and then the fear. There was some fear. And mm -hmm. there was some fear for me too. Mm -hmm. I did not um, envy the girls who were hiding in McDonald's taking pregnancy tests, hoping to God they were not pregnant. 
Yeah. I mean, I did never wanted to be in that situation, you know? Yeah. But making them, you know, but then going a little too far, you know, I can see just, just, you know, how easy it was. So the next topic of all of this would be how far is too far? Mm-hmm. Your kid comes up to you and says, okay, I'm not going to have sex per se. Well, what is sex? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's different versions yeah. of sex. So, yeah. um, you know, and then, yeah, like, let me ask you this before we get into that topic. Mm-hmm. Have you ever met someone who's a virgin that regretted being a virgin? No. You've never have. Neither have I. Mm-mm. No. Can we just sit on that for a second? Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you ever met somebody that had had sex before they were married and kind of wish they didn't or they kind of have issues because of it? I would say about mm-hmm. 99.9% of my friends do. Yeah. In some level. Yeah. There's always... I think it enters it enters doubt into your marriage, you know? Like, once you do get married, like, should I have stayed with that other person? Or what about that guy? Or would sex have been better? You know, the different questions. Yeah. Because you essentially, like, became one with each person. At one point you did. Yeah. At one point you did. There was a girl I know who saw someone, you know, she was married and everything like that and saw someone from afar that she had been with and was just like, it's so weird that he saw me that way, that I saw his, you know, dingling, you know, that Mm -hmm. we had this amazing relationship and all that stuff. And then yet all this time has passed. It's like, you can still look at that person and know exactly what that was, you know, it just doesn't go away. No. And those are like, when people talk about that, it's not a judgment. It's just like, wow. Like it's just something I don't know. I don't know what that's like. No. You know? Um, yeah. I can only imagine. I mean, I still remember exactly. This is crazy. What it felt like to kiss my first boyfriend. I only had a couple boyfriends, but yeah. I remember exactly what it felt like. And so that's the only thing I have. Right. Remotely like that where it's like, I kissed that guy a lot. You know, right. that guy who's married to someone else, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's you so had weird. an encounter. And I remember it. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of remember mine, too. Some of them. But, but, you know, and I may, maybe I'm sounding like I made out with a lot of guys. I kind of, I guess there was just that, did I ever really think that part was bad? So, to the level of how far is too far, for me... Kissing wasn't that big of a deal for me. Me either. Um, yeah, so what is... what? Mm-hmm. It, so, like, our youth pastor would always say, like, nothing good happens after 11 o'clock. Just keep that in mind, which is true. That is such good advice. And Great I need advice. To remember to tell my girls that. Nothing good ever happens after 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. For me, probably even sooner than that, honestly. But, like, <laughs> I haven't gone to bed early, so... <laughs> depends on when you expire. When you go to bed. <laughs> when you start getting delirious. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe when I was what's that young. What's your cutoff point? Yeah, what's your cutoff point? What the point <laughs> is, is there's that point. So, yeah, that was good. I thought that was always really good advice. But, like, you know, when you were dating Luke, you know, how, f- I mean, obviously you don't need to announce it to the world. But for mm-hmm. me, it was like, 
there were probably some moments we definitely crossed, but it was more so when we knew this was going to be marriage. So why don't just have sex before you're married? Like mm -hmm. why just, why actually technically wait till you're married? Like why actually technically wait till your wedding night mm -hmm. versus like, well, we knew we were going to get married and we had sex, you know, I can't, I mean, it's to each his own, you know? Yeah. And I really do think that like, I do too. I can't, I can't argue with that. Like who can? Right. You there's know? no, you know, there's that. Um, or, but this is what I will say when you're in and agree to disagree, you'll probably agree with this because now you're, if I trigger that, you will know what I'm talking about when I say this. When you're like dating and you get hot and heavy, you know, those feelings get mixed with your logical, like, it makes it harder to make. Your resolve. Yeah. It messes with your, your resolve to, yeah. Yeah. Your resolve, but also like, is this relationship like going in the direction that like, um, are we good match? Are we this? Like you have mm -hmm. all this like hormonal stuff going on and then you have like the logical like is this someone I want to actually be with mm -hmm. going on and it, when you're having sex it, it kind of confuses it a little bit not to say that mm -hmm. it wouldn't work out obviously people get married everything's fine but like for me I needed to have clear-minded decisions yeah not so make what do you that think? decision in the heat of the moment what do you mean not like, let it be clouded by like just being turned on and being horny. Well, that, but like, okay, say you go out and you're like, like for us, for Brian and I, it was like, we make out, we might go a little too far, mm -hmm. you know, further than I wanted. And, um, and then it was like, I'd feel guilty or then I would feel like we, I'd be so focused on that that I would be on like the progression of our relationship. Like mm -hmm. I'd be like, okay, let's go play golf or something like that. I hate golf. Okay. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Whatever. Something non-sexual. Yeah. And yeah. it would just be like, all I could think about was. Uh-huh. That. When we yeah. could just be playing golf or watching a movie or, <laughs> like, what do we do that we did not do? Like, yeah. go on a hike or something like that or, uh -huh. you know, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just confused things a little bit. Like, it slowed the process down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, for me, like, my my story of that is that, like, we once we cross that line of, like, okay, I'm going to be, like, just... Frank, you know, dry humping, you know, <gasps> dry humping, <laughs> dry Where humping. are the backup singers? <laughs> Cue, uh, <laughs> like, can you imagine talking to your kid about dry humping? Ugh. When it's so, like, it's basically, you know what, basically words. we are talking about it to our kids right now because they could listen they, to this. They, yeah, this is going to be out there. This is out In there. The Webiverse. Dry humping. <laughs> With two moms. <laughs> um, oh my god! You did your, so you did your fair share. I did too. Yeah. As well, well, once we did that, then that was like it was like it clouded the issue. Yeah, it was just like very much a distraction. Like wanting to get to that place. Like we're together, and we both have like a one track mind of like wanting to get to that place. And then I would feel guilty, and it was a really bad cycle of like feeling guilty. Doing that, feeling guilty, doing that, yeah. feeling guilty. I wish over I could skip over. over that part. Yeah, that was, that was rough. <laughs> that was rough. I don't. Yeah, mean, I mean, that, and and it did con it did confuse my emotions. Like, well, if we're doing this, like, does that mean like that it 
that we should be together? Like, is he not respecting me? You know? Things yeah. Like that. Right. Yeah. Like, is this a sign that our relationship is not? Yeah. Because you essentially, confusing. you essentially do keep your heart to yourself in some level till the day you get married. Mm-hmm. The day you get married is the day you give yourself. Whether you already had physically, fine. But, like, you're committed to that. Yeah. So, up until that you're, point, yeah. you're on hold a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, that yeah. makes sense. Until that, like, commitment is made. Right. Until and that commitment is made, you're always going to question the commitment. Yeah. And that's what you should be doing. That was the hardest thing. That was the hardest thing in waiting. That was the hardest thing for two. We would be like, okay, we're not going to kiss for, like, three weeks or something like that. Yeah, you know? I know. We try to put like rules on ourselves, And then the sex, the next time we got together, the, we would be making sec- out. The sex I know. time. I was trying to say <laughs> second and it came out. I no. want to talk about sex, babe. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. We would like, be so impu- like compulsive. Yeah. Like, it's like yeah. you really could had a hard time controlling it. And then, you know, you're married. So it's like those th- things were there for a reason. You know what I mean? You're mm-hmm. very compatible. I mean, it's just, it just seems like a gray area all together. That stage mm-hmm. is a big, fat, gray area. Because then yeah. you had people, I know people that waited till they were married and, um, um, and they did get a divorce. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just like they got, they didn't have sex because biblically it was wrong. And I'm not going to do that. And then it wasn't that they broke up because of sex. It was just something else. It, yeah. Y- you know, it was something else. Yeah. Like they didn't even really want to be with that person. It was just all religious, all religion being yeah. with that person. Mm-hmm. Not just the sex part, but just like every part of it. Oh. Does that make sense? Yeah. That was I, only a few people that I know. Well, no, yeah. like two people. But mm-hmm. um, that were so caught on the religion part of it. They weren't really being like, not like kind of being open-minded. Their hearts were not. The heart of it behind it. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was just, there wasn't a lot of depth with it, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then, you know, people get married. Yeah. So back to, there's the gray areas or whatever. Like when I, you know, with, there's all the gray, there's all the gray, but it's just fascinating to be how far we've been married and to have conversations with people that have been married for a long time too. And, and, and say, mm-hmm. because I, I mean, did you give, were you around people that would make fun of you about waiting till you're married? Did you no. have that? No, Mm-mm. you never had that. Mm-mm. No. Cause a lot of, a lot of my people are kind of aligned or just not talking about it. You know, I mean, I had kind of a conservative upbringing and yeah. And I didn't talk about it with my parents or my mom or anything. So I didn't get a lot of opportunity to talk about it, period, honestly. Really? Like, so you weren't around people that were married. having sex. Yeah, I got married, like, before a lot of my friends. And so I didn't have a lot of people to, like, get advice from or anything. So I was kind of on my, off on my own. How old were you when you that. got married? 24. Okay, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and Luke was 23. He turned 24 after he got married. That's right. He'll never let me forget. Yeah, of course. I turned 31st. I turned 41st. Right. Yeah. It's his uh, one lot in life to be excited about, the fact that he's one year younger than you. 
He's four months younger than me. He's four months younger yeah. than me? That's it? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. Because I remember when you turned 40, he had a 40, like, yeah. just a few months. Yeah, that's right. So, for me, I was like, definitely got made fun of. You did? I did. We there had were, different experiences. We did! Mary, <laughs> my God! You're like in a nunnery. I was over here, like, in freaking way deep in high school. But like, it was weird. <laughs> I mean, it was weird. It wasn't necessarily a good thing, you know? Right. No, talking, things talking about so sex. closed off. Right. And, talking about sex is healthy. Yes, right. Yeah. I didn't get a lot of that, so. You yeah. lucked out in a lot of areas then. But you Essentially. Did, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but I mean, luck or your choices, mm -hmm. it's your choices. It's not luck. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a little bit of both. Yeah. I was fortunate. Yeah. And God, you know, honored my decision and, you know, protected. He totally protected me. Yeah. There was a couple situations I put myself in where I would not have given in. I mean, my resolve was so strong. Like, right. It's just like when I decide something, I'm so such a determined person. Like I'm so committed to the decision that I make. So it was like a solid, rock solid decision. But um, I put myself in some dangerous situations, just being a reckless teenager, where I could have gotten raped. Yeah. You know. Sure. Yeah. And There's God definitely. Protected me. Yeah. I think I could have definitely had some issues, and also just like assuming the person that you're kind of fooling around with or whatever, that they have the same intention, which mm -hmm. they might not. Right. And so, you know, I hear blue balls here every once in a while, <laughs> you know, it was like, God, you know, like just that. And I, like, I put myself in a position where I was not being a very good woman in that way. You know what I mean? Like allowing a guy to get, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I didn't understand how guys thought that way. On. I know. Like that's really unfair of us to do. Yes. That, that is unfair. I did the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, I definitely, I don't know how to, yeah, I, I, I feel bad for some of the situations that happened with that, but mm -hmm. I was looking out for number one mm -hmm. myself. Yep. Um, yeah. But I mean, yeah, I was like looking out my, for myself. Yeah, I really was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're like, okay, I'll, I'll entertain <laughs> this. I'll flirt with you. I'll let things get all, but then I'm going to totally like shut it down. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> shut your ass down. <laughs> and they're like, what, 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 what? <laughs> like, I mean, and I just would walk away and be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're so evil. You're laughing because you know what I'm talking I about. Do. Yeah, exactly. I know exactly. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I'm having, yeah, visuals. But, you know, oh, we'll say this. Okay, back to, is it hot in here? I am, like, it so is. wet. We can't turn the fan on because it will ruin the sound of this microphone. Yeah. Which is one microphone, which we're getting two microphones, we by are, the way. We are detoxing. We are detoxing. <laughs> we are in a sauna right now in my husband's Opening office. Our <laughs> Um, one gift I feel like that is so real, um, that from waiting till I was married was that, um, truth be told, I have been attracted to 
other men other than my spouse. Okay. Mm-hmm. If I'm being honest, you know, that has happened. Okay. But I can honestly say, and I want to put this out there because, because I am all about helping humanity being dealing with their humanness or me being open about my humanness in hopes to help others. But I will say that every time I've tried, like if, like, like if I think about someone else that I had been attracted to, that I was attracted to while I was married, if I tried to picture making out with them or like I tried to like, like my mind kind of wanted to go there a little bit, mm-hmm. I couldn't. Mm-hmm. I, I, I haven't had, I couldn't like in my dreams, I like would want to, like I want to with someone else or it's even some random, random person. And then it would be Ryan or like I would try to, you know, I, I, I can't even picture making out with anyone else. I can't imagine having sex with anyone else. It just doesn't exist. Yeah. And for me, for who I am, that's where I feel the most blessed with that, with waiting because I, it's just a, it's just something I don't have to worry about and it's beyond me. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it, the, it's beyond my conscience. It's beyond my soul. It's beyond all of those things. And to me, that is the most beautiful part, which I now feel like is a gift. A gift. It's a gift. Mm-hmm. Waiting till you're married is a gift. It's not, it's not necessarily laws and, and, and all this stuff. It's truly designed for a reason. And I was talking to someone, he was male and he said, um, you know, he's just like, do you believe like in the one or do you believe in this and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I believe that I am soulfully tied to Brian. However, if something were to happen, you know, he dies or something like that, would I marry someone else? I don't know. I'm not trying to, you know, I I can't say no. Mm -hmm. I think he would want me to, I would want him to, Mm -hmm. but I am, I am soulful. I can honestly say I'm soulfully tied to that per, to Brian because, because of the waiting. Yeah. To me, that is because of the waiting. I have tried to have sex or think about having sex with someone else in my marriage, in my mind. Yeah. And it hasn't, ha- it, it can't happen. Like I, mm-hmm. I've tried. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm, I guess I'm a visual person, you know? Yeah. Me too. Um, I'm a visual person and, um, I guess I'm in all of it really, but like, but yeah, visually, I guess like I, I, and I, I just can't. So it's just such a relief, you know, because you know, it's like a safeguard that's automatically It's a there. safeguard. Yeah. yeah. Do I want to admit that I have, I've had those thoughts? No, I don't. But I think a lot of guys get the, um, rap about having bad minds and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, dirty minds. Dirty or... minds and stuff like that. Well, for uh-huh. me, I can't say that I, I, you know, being female, yeah. Would I, yeah. if I had gone down that road, what person, what, what, I, what my, would my struggles look different right now? Mm-hmm. Would I be someone that is like struggling with like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just being honest. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. I mean, and I, me too. I've struggled with those thoughts. Yeah. Big time. Mm-hmm. And, but it's just a safeguard too. It's a safeguard. Like, I, I hadn't thought about it that way, but I've never been able to picture myself with anyone else. Yeah, I just can't. Even though I've had thoughts. Right. Yeah, they've stayed thoughts, and that's it. You know? Yeah. I've never gone any farther than thoughts. Yeah. Thank God, you know? It's just, it's just, 
It's truly, truly a gift. It is. Did I know that before I was married? Absolutely not. That that's how it would be. No. Yeah. I thought it was the most ridiculous thing to wait, but I felt peace about it. Mm-hmm. And I had just enough fear uh-huh. to back that up too. Mm-hmm. But a lot of it was just trust. Yeah. That it would work out. And it did. Yeah. It did. I don't know a single person that regrets waiting till they were married, even if they had gotten a divorce. Like those two people. Really? Those two people that did get a divorce. They still don't regret waiting. They still do not regret waiting wow. for that. They got divorced for different reasons. Mm-hmm. So that's, that that's wasn't really a factor. a cool testimony. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, for me, I feel so fortunate in my marriage. I just feel like I think this all the time. I just look at Luke and I'm like, I got the best guy. I'm just so lucky. I got the best guy. Yeah. You know, like. Everyone loves Luke. Like, I can't imagine a better guy for me than Luke. I just am always so, this state of, like, this is incredible. How did this happen to me? Yeah. I'm so grateful for him. And I'm so grateful I don't have the baggage of some other relationship to, like, kind of mar this connection we have. Sure. The connection and the depth that is there. Yeah, and, you know, he was a virgin, too. Right. Brian was a virgin as well, so they're outed. It's another... (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, which makes it even more... Level. Yeah, Yeah. next level on that, for Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, um, I I mean, yeah, it's So we can speak from what it feels like to have someone wait for us. Yes, we had someone wait for us as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and being male... um, not easy. Not easy. Not easy yeah, for women, though, it's either. It's impressive. It's, it is. But, yeah, it's true. Like, w- women don't get enough credit for their sex drive. Yeah, not they don't. All. No. I mean, it is... They do not. Mm-mm. And honestly, isn't it true... Oh, no, no. Supposedly, the women are more, like, sexual in their 30s or something like that. And the guys yeah, like, are more we sexual. Peak, we peak sexually at, like, 36, somewhere in, like, the mid-30s. Women peak. Like, that's your... Right sexual peak and for men it's like 17 yeah 17 or 18 Uh uh-huh like which that just didn't line up quite right did it that's really but honestly that's not i i don't that feel like that's been so true for me i noticed like a spike a big spike in my sex drive in those years i'm 41 i noticed that but i don't know if it was any stronger than when i was about 17 when all the feelings came on sure. really strong like it wasn't stronger than i the... don't know that it was stronger i don't think it yeah. was not for me no freaking no, way no no i never really thought about comparing it never sat and compared that but well, yeah especially when you were young you weren't thinking am i going to be 30 <laughs> like that's like ancient not, like that's like <laughs> That's like ancient it's years like old. Middle age. Yeah, oh. middle age. Who, who's going to have That's sex then? That's not sexy to think about. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you know, people are having babies a lot later too. Mm-hmm. So how does that all work out too? We did. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, all to say, this is a talk about Mary and I's journey with all of this stuff. There, this is not saying that marriages don't work out. This is not saying that everybody has to, needs to, wants to, whatever, wait. It's just one word. Option. 
and it's a great option. And I feel like the young adults of today need, and honestly, I think want that option. Yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. I'm like, where do we see abstinence as an option? Oh, I know, right? I don't I mean, know. I'm, I'm all not... the focus is on abortion and this and that. It's like, yeah. what if you just not have sex? We introduced that concept. I mean, yeah. hello. Yeah. I mean, granted, we might need to hand out like chastity metal <laughs> things, which I wish I could. <laughs> there was a show um, when I was young. Um, my sister and I watched this all the time, but it was Robin Hood Men in Tights. I thought of the same mental image you did? in my head. That that chest, that metal chest. Yes. Metal. And the dr- like, what was she using? Like a jackhammer? Yeah. To get it off. It was so <laughs> funny. I think that is burned in our minds. It is because burned. It resonated. Yes. With us. That did you not watch that show over and over? Okay, no, Robin Hood Men that, Tights. I love Freaking that movie. Hilarious. It's you know what? So I wanna, funny. It is so funny. We should watch it together. We I should love watch it. it. If we both love it. Yeah. Oh. This is happening. I laughed. It's just, so funny. It's okay. But when she, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the way she wore that chastity belt. <laughs> like, full on metal. I know. On her crotch. Like, <laughs> I didn't know if people actually really did that back then or if that uh, was a mockery. I think it... I think it was a parody, but I don't know. I, I don't mean, know, but it yeah, must see, have been some contraption that was really hard to get off. Right. I bet it. I mean, sure. I think that's. Where I mean, at one at some points, I thought I might need to get one of those. <laughs> like, just save myself from the from the temptation. Can you like lock this <laughs> and throw the key away? <laughs> don't mind the big metal diaper I'm wearing right now. <laughs> oh, I just can't help myself. Um. Okay, and then and then that enough would scare a guy away. They'd be like, "Oh, she can't help herself." Like, she's like giving a background. What's that? <laughs> it's belt. just that I really can't help it. And um, yeah, I wouldn't put anything in there. Okay, just saying. Um, but yeah, like I, I just it was so hard. It was so hard, and I just felt like people did not talk about it enough. Agreed to validate the hardness versus what they were asking us to wait for. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was just, we basically went out with trust thinking you kind of were like, I want to do the right thing. I was kind of like, I want to do the right thing, but I also don't understand what the right thing is. Yeah. And then exploring that all the way through plus um, being scared that I would get pregnant. Yeah. That's honestly That's what. Like just not wanting to ruin your life. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. for me, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, and um, and hopefully a guy would feel the same way. But that was a whole journey in of itself. In my word, you know, like I didn't really expect necessarily my husband. I didn't know I would like for him to have waited, you know. Mm-hmm. But I was for me, it was more about my journey with it uh-huh. than you know. If a guy came to me and said he had done it, I wouldn't mm-hmm. have been like. You know, because I didn't know what the benefit of it really was. It was about me waiting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, saving myself for that person. Yeah. Decision. Saving myself for that person, too. Yeah. Yeah. I I was more idealistic, and I really was like, he better wait. I mean, I, I like, was expecting to meet somebody. I was so, like, unrealistic and idealistic, you know? Well, it worked out for you. Yeah, it did. It did. And, like... You know, it was, like, a relief, actually, because by the time I was that age, I realized how hard, like, 
how like how many pressures and things that a man would have to overcome to get to this point and still be a virgin you know like I had a little better grasp by the time I got there so better appreciation of like wow this was hard thank god like a little bit of relief yeah. you know and also like oh good <laughs> like I'm you know Right, it happened. Like, this is what I was expecting, but, I mean, it was, a, yeah, it was high expectations for sure. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah, but I was, it was, it was a gift for sure. I mean, I mean, and then there's like, you know, who's to say if I was 34 years old, would I, would I have still waited? I don't know, you know? Mm-hmm. Because what it comes down to for me was there was a trust factor. But trust as in, if I do this, I know there's a benefit to it, but not knowing what that benefit was. Does that outweigh just wanting to do it? At some point, yeah, I don't know. How would long it, would your how long would it have, gone? have lasted? Yeah, I just yeah. think there's no way to know that, but I'm so glad I did when I did. Yeah. Like, it's just the benefit really is there. It really, 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 truly is. It is. It is. And, um, you know. Yeah, we don't have that, like, that junk in our relationship, like, brought in by other people. No. No. Yeah. There was one person who, like, who way far in my past came um, up and was like, there, you know, a lot of people struggle with sex. A lot of people in marriages struggle with sex. A lot of the people I've talked to sex is an issue. It's just an issue. Um, and you know, I don't, I don't say Brian, I have a perfect sex life. I mean, there's always little things we're working on, but like, it's not really the hardest part in our marriage. That's not a, that's not necessarily an issue. And I, I don't like now that I'm talking about it, I don't really dig deep in people's past or stories of like, well, why is that hard? Or, mm -hmm. or, you know, we're thinking more of like, present day per mm -hmm. se not well did you wait till you were married because that could be like would yeah. that be a benefit to you not whatever you <laughs> know it's not, not like, like we're talking about that going back to the origin story <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's not like well if you had been a virgin then maybe you would have you know no it's just life you know um but it's a lot of i would say you know up there with finances sex life is huge mm -hmm. issue it huge is. issue it is. So does that have anything to do with having sex before you're married or not waiting till you're married or being all those people that made fun of me for mm -hmm. waiting till I was ma married? And honestly, I almost kind of half made fun of myself. I mean, I had people against me, you know, like, hmm. like I did have people supportive, but I'm like, that's bravo. Like, yeah, I don't this know. This is like even more of an accomplishment on your part. Because you had, you had resistance. I did have resistance, but enough, just enough trust to know that there was a payoff. Just enough. Yeah. Um, there was one time where, so I have this, what's crazy is, is I had a, a virginity or a promise ring or virginity ring or whatever. Um, and it was a Irish, it's an Irish, you know, the hand with the heart. Oh, the Celtic. Yeah. Not. I know not Celtic about. knot, but like, I know what you're about. yeah, so it's like a heart and it's holding hands. And if you wear, yeah, what's that called? I know, okay. you know, you're out there, whoever's listening to this is out there screaming their head off trying to tell us what it is. <laughs> we, I know I should know what it is, yeah. but 
I had the heart to me, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And it, um, and then, you know, the heart, you put it the other way, your heart is out, you know, it's Irish. That whole thing is Irish ring. Well, Ryan is Irish. So it was kind of cool that my promise ring was that. Well, the funny part about it was, is that I lost my virginity making out in a tent. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> lost it camping somewhere. With Ryan? No, not with Ryan. <laughs> Some random person I was dating who, you know, whatever. But, um, I got lost and my mom was like, Hey, where's that promise ring? You know, whatever. And I was just like, I don't know. I just lost it. And she was just like, and she went and bought me another one. The same one. Oh, she did? Yeah. Never asked. Like, it was so cool that she did that. I was just like, cause they're not cheap. This one was not cheap. It was like a James Avery. Like I love oh, James yeah. Avery. Like, uh-huh. um, it was a really nice oh, that's ring so sweet. and I still do have it. Oh. So I want to pass it down to Ruthie if it fits her. Her fingers are so small, but, um, but that was weird. Like I always thought like that was really a cool story. Like that is cool. a little bit of, yeah, there's like, um, meaning. Yeah. Different meaning. Yeah. Science. I felt yeah. so ashamed that I lost it, you know, and then the ir- irony of losing it while I was making out. <laughs> so thick. <laughs> so this, it's just comic. Yeah. What is that? Com- comic relief. Com- com- or uh, poetic justice kind of. Oh yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. 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 Yep. Poetic justice. So, funny. so all to say, all of you who are listening, um, I am so glad that you listened to this and that hopefully you, you had a good laugh and smile. And, you know, my passion is here is for the kids, our kids, the people that are out there wondering about their relationships and, you know, what, how nice is it to hear from someone that just waited to know that it's an option. Mm-hmm. It truly is an option and, and doable. A good option. It's a great option. And you know what? And I'm all for it, you know? No regrets. No regrets. Um, We've heard from people. No regrets from them. Um, No one has ever said to me, I wish I had more sex before I was married. Um, Never heard that. I've never heard that. Have you? Not really. Yeah. I mean, I've talked to a lot of people. I've never heard that. I wish mm-hmm. I had more sex before I was married. Nope. Never heard it. So I don't know what you guys believe or think or did or do or whatever, but um, this is us. This is us. <laughs> and we've made it this far, and we've only had sex with one person, and we're still alive. We are unicorns. If we are unicorns. We you know, I always have said, oh gosh, this is something about Mary. <gasps> something about Mary. <laughs> you ever heard that before? Um, she is like a little fairy. You know that? I always thought that about you. That's so funny. Why? I don't know. That's how my brother described me to his his future wife, now wife. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how my brother thinks of me. She's I thought like, it was really cute and sweet. <laughs> yeah, she's like a dainty little fairy. And so, yes, unicorns and and rainbows and (laughs) all of the above. So, Mary, thank you for coming to talk with us and and laugh with me on this topical life. You bet. Okay. See you later, guys. Okay. So, we're Easter egging you guys with one last nugget 
of coolness that I thought about asking Mary. And it's just such a cool part about um, being virgins so you're married is this part. And it is the wedding day. Hello. Everybody knows you're a virgin. And they're like looking at you at the altar like, they're going to do it. They're going to, you know, whatever. So I have, you know, I know what that's like um, a little bit. But I want to know Mary's um, side of that. What was it like on your wedding day when everyone's like, yeah. So I have to back up right to our wedding. So, um, I, this is so funny to me now because I probably wouldn't do this now, but back then when I was much younger, I was so passionate about that we were virgins and we saved ourselves from marriage and like, we did it. And like, you know, I thought it was a testimony. I thought it was a good testimony. I thought like, you know, it should be part of our wedding. It was super meaningful. And like, I, I'm not saying I don't still feel that way, but. Oh, the way, gosh. like, <laughs> Did you announce and it? so my grandfather officiated our wedding, and I told my grandfather, it's really important to me that you share that we were, um, we saved ourselves from marriage. I said that to him, like, as we were talking about oh, okay. beforehand about how the service, the ceremony would go. And so when he got up to um, marry us, he, he goes, Luke and Mary wanted me to tell you. No <laughs> way. And it was not quite how I pictured him, like, saying it. <laughs> was he embarrassed? Um, no, I. that's not him. I know he wasn't embarrassed, but that was just his way of sharing Like, how it. did he say it, though? Like, Luke and Mary but wanted me to say... They saved their, themselves for marriage, and oh they're... God. You know, they're virgins or whatever. I felt kind of embarrassed. I was like, that's not quite how I pictured that. I don't know. Like, like, you wanted it to be, like, a testimony. I wanted it to be, yeah, like, the, you know, before you or two, you know, people who have committed themselves to each other and saved themselves from marriage, like, said something like that instead of, like, Luke and Mary wanted me to tell you. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. Was that the first sentence out of his that mouth? Was it was the... one of the first things. Oh yeah. my gosh. <laughs> he's oh, he's so great. He's like a very strange pastor, done lots of money. He he did a good job, but sure. yeah, that was just awkward. The sound wasn't quite what you were <laughs> maybe it was the pitch. Quite <laughs> not. Oh man. It sounds like something oh. from like the Princess Diaries or something. <laughs> that guy. Yeah. Whatever. Um um, Mowage. Yeah, and Mowage. Swings us together today. <laughs> Luke and Mary wanted me to tell you that they did not do it before they were married. Um, so, yeah. So, later, yeah. after our wedding, we heard um, people tell us that I've never heard so many people talk about sex at a wedding before. <laughs> Apparently, all of our wedding guests were talking about sex the whole time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I was like, it's, like, really funny in retrospect. Like, they were all just picturing us, like, doing it for the first oh, time. Oh, heck yeah. They're like, that's going to go over real well. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. So funny. That's so funny. I wish I could have, like, been a fly on the wall to hear the conversations. Oh, like, I know, what were right? They saying? What were they wondering? What were they saying? So, <clears throat> the wedding night. So, I was, like, so... So 
I mean, we took a hotel. We went to... We took a hotel. We took a limo to our hotel. Yeah. All that build-up time. I brought my friend who's a photographer with us because I wanted to do document documentary kind of, like, pictures. And so... Um, we stopped like at, documentary like, pictures of... of like here we are we're doing this now we're doing this and like okay. we went to a grocery store I was trying to be creative we went to a grocery store I'm like full yeah, bridal yeah you know we're still like bride and groom walk into the grocery store to buy a bottle of champagne because the limo didn't have yeah. it and I, I wanted pictures of us doing that and I thought that would be fun and so we stand there and we pick our bottle of champagne I got carded what? In my wedding dress. No way. I had to go out to the limo to get my ID. No way. <laughs> my wedding dress. That is That's awesome. Pretty funny. Okay. Heard it is... on my wedding day. Um, we, we would love that now. Oh, well, technically, I love that. Yeah, I mean, technically, happens. they studio card until you're like forty. <laughs> until you look forty, mm-hmm. then they stop carding you. Yeah, officially. Well, I love it. Yeah, me too. I'll take it. I'll so. take it. <laughs> So then we finally get to the hotel, you know, and our photographer friend's not there anymore. Yeah. And we go, and I'm, like, so horny. I'm so turned on. I'm just like, I'm going to have sex. You know, it's like, finally. And I, like, I use the bathroom in the hallway of the hotel instead of in our room just, like, because I had to go. And I just was, like, I just remember sitting there and being, like, in my huge wedding dress, like, have to pull it up and be in the stall. Yeah, know? yeah. But I just remember sitting there, like, being so excited. Like, I'm, I'm about to have sex. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. <laughs> I was so excited. <laughs> that is so awesome. So, then I go into our room, and I'm ready to just, like, let's go. You know, that was right. my attitude. But I'm not forthcoming with words. You know, but that was what I was saying in my head. Like, I was like, I'm, okay, ready, here we go. Yeah. And uh, so Luke had consulted friends prior to our wedding day and had some friends who'd been married, you know, before us, like, oh, you just need to take it really slow and be really, like, gentle and careful and all this stuff. And so he had very sweetly got this tiny little bottle of wine and he wanted to have communion with me, but he, he he couldn't find any bread really quick. So he got the free cookies from the, <laughs> <laughs> from the desk. And so he had oh wine and gosh. cookies Are as you a little serious? communion. And he, and he prayed with me. And I was like, this is, oh my gosh, this is so sweet. This is overwhelmingly like That's really romantic. And yeah. romantic. But I'm like, okay, let's get to the main event. Right, you know? yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was going to like, I love this and appreciate this so much. And how you're just like caring for my heart, you know, but I'm like, I'm ready. Yeah, like, let's put that aside. Right. Yeah, let's put the heart aside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, um, so I had my hair kind of like half up and a little bit down. And I had all these like tiny little, they were like little button snaps, like little jewels all over the place. Yeah. And he proceeds to like start taking my hair down, like, and he like is like taking out each bobby pin. Oh each God, it was like and thousands. I, and I and I'm like, oh, that's really nice. <laughs> it's just like, this is taking forever. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Rip it out. I know, I know. I was getting so impatient. So my big regret is that I didn't just say to him like what are you doing like have sex with me now and so so it was very 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 drawn out and like and then like my hair was like fully taken out and I was fully like oh my gosh please and he it's so oh, funny so because sweet. like later when I told him yeah. you know like I was just ready and I was like what is taking so long right. he was like oh my gosh like 
it wasn't really him. He was trying to honor what his friends had told him and, like, be so, like, and he was just, like, so frustrated. He was like, all I wanted to do is just, like, rip your dress <laughs> off. Like, so we're both like, why don't we just go with do what that. we were really feeling? Right, you know? right, right. So pretty funny. But then just, you know, very meaningful. Like, sure, yeah. When it when it happened. When it yeah. finally happened. Totally. <laughs> totally. Mine was like we they didn't announce it, but my dad, <laughs> the one who was like, you know, this is such a <laughs> funny thing. He he told all our relatives. Like, she waited till she was married. She waited till she was married. Like, like it was a fluke. Can you believe that? <laughs> Can you believe that? <laughs> and I'm just like, Dad, oh my God. Like, I think he was shocked. He was like in shock. But he was like telling everybody, you know. And so we, the, our wedding night was the same thing. We got, we had a limo. We went to a, um. We went to a bed and breakfast, and but we stopped at a um, a gas station, or was it a gas station? Yeah, the limo stopped at a gas station. We got champagne. I think I'm, I swear that's a thing or something. I don't know. You did that too. I, what, was it a gas station? It was a store. We had I stopped for champagne. I want to say it was that a gas station. So I'll have to ask Brian. Funny. Yeah, you guys but, said the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then um, went to the bed and breakfast, and mine we we did take it slow, and. Um, you know, I got into the jacuzzi. Like, I kind of, like, had the out... Oh, for me, it was all about the outfits. It was, like... Oh. You know what I mean? I left that out. Okay, yeah. Wait, yes. Same. Please. The outfits were a big deal. No, I think... Every I feel outfit. Like I don't want to interrupt your no, story. No, 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 no! No, outfits are important. I have a couple things. Yes, tell actually. me the things. All the like, things. I just haven't told this story and like, I mean... Yeah, like, exactly. I like, And we know you're dying to hear out there's there. There's more details. Right, details. <laughs> Spill it. So, yeah, so finally, I think after the hair was down, then I was like, hold on, you know, <laughs> and like digging the suitcase and yeah. like get the little outfit I had planned sure. and came out, yeah. And so I come out and I'm like, now, and then he... He strips down and gets naked, and he, I'm like, okay, wow, you know, like, right? That's this it. This is the first there it time. Is. Like I, up close and personal, I had not seen a penis live. Yeah, this was I, my I saw first part time. of one. But yeah, I mean, okay, yeah, yeah. This, this is, is my all first out there. time. This is truth, right? Mm-hmm. This is the okay. And so he's like, he's he's got a great sense of humor, and he's like, yeah, right. And so he <laughs> <laughs> proceeds. <laughs> This is our wedding night, folks. <laughs> he proceeds oh to show gosh. me all the penis tricks. Nuh-uh. So there's... <laughs> I don't know so if I know these guys tricks. Guys play with their penises, and they like they have them their whole lives, and it's like this fascinating like sure. ex- thing to extra. play with. Extra. Right? Extra. Yes, vintage, yes. So there's the watch. Yes, I've seen that. There's the watch. There's the, I'm a girl. Yes, seen that one. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the oh pizza box. God. They did that the at pizza J- box. JBU. Yeah. Did oh, that a Luke lot. was notorious. He that was, is terrible. He was the penis in the box. He was. He was. There was another guy too. He was not afraid. He did the penis. He was like the big naked guy. He was always naked. Oh, seriously. Yeah, Luke did not have naked issues before. So he was like, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh my god! I was like, you're the only person. <laughs> That is so funny. I didn't have a sister or anything. Right, right, yeah. So we are very opposite that way. <clears throat> I can't remember all the penis tricks, but yeah, he performed penis tricks for me. And so then 
Then we. How finally... did you get back to like? Uh, oh, let me hand hand me that watch. Let me um, <laughs> let me put that watch on. Yeah. <laughs> like how do you transition? Yeah. Well, you I know? wish I had like I didn't know how to do any kind of sexual talk. Like right, yeah. Then it was just like okay, what's next? We just kind of moved to the bed. It was awkward. I'll be honest. Like you know, moving to the bed and like okay, let's do this. Oh God, yes. You know, but I think it would have been less awkward had we just gone for it. Like, got in the room and gone for it. Right. And, but the sweet had... memory, though. Yeah. It so do you remember, like, if you if you could look back in the room <clears throat> right now, like, that room, do you remember kind of what it looks like? Mm, kind of. Kind of? Okay. Kind of. I'm just curious. Yeah, what about you? I kind of do, because it was very red, white, and blue. It was Weird. just like, okay, this is American. You know, like, <laughs> God bless America. Because <laughs> it's a bed and breakfast, you know? And that's the first time I ever, like stayed in a bed and breakfast oh yeah and that was one thing i was just like because i don't like hotels uh-huh. i don't like hotels i mean i kind of like hotels but i don't like the idea of sterile so i wanted something you know whatever but i remember walking in and being like wow it was like god blessed america in there so it was red white and blue <laughs> and um but yeah that's so what funny. i remember yeah it was just like it was very patriotic <laughs> God blessed our marriage that night. Yes. Uh, but, like, we walked in, and, you know, I think we were both kind of like, okay, well, what? I think we were both, like, such on this high of, like, okay, we're here, you know? And all through the wedding time, I was like, you know, like, when you're when the day's going on, and you're like, oh, now it's the cake time. Oh, yeah, I'm so excited about that. At least I have sex. You know, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Well, at least we'll have sex later. Like mm-hmm. everything was like about sex it on our building wedding. up to that. Yes. Point. It yeah. was like, you know, the day's not over yet. Cause we're going to have sex. Yeah, there's you know, always something to look forward to. There's yeah. Something bigger. There's something bigger. And that was like the big shebang. And it truly was like, not the shebang, how it would be <laughs> now per se, but like in theory, uh-huh. it was like, you know, exciting in a different way, you know, but like we, you know, we, I went, you know, undressed but I don't think he had seen me totally. I went to the tub. He brought champagne. And I just, re- I don't remember where he was because it wasn't until the bed that I saw him fully. And then I was fully. And then it proceeded, you know. But I remember the, th- and it was great. It was, it was, you know, it was as was it was. And, um, but I remember the next day we had to go open presents with family. And oh, so, yeah, us too. okay. So all the family was just like, Hey, <laughs> like how, how, how was it? Like how, how was it? You know, like tell me what was it like, you know? So I just, Oh, oh God, you know, I, just I just, it was classic. I, I remember how I felt like I was just like, just over this high of being married, you know, and then going to open presents in front. I wish we had like not done that right after. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. if you're going to wait till you're married, freaking don't go open presents the day after you get, have sex for the first time. Just don't. Yeah. Just like, yeah. It's like putting yourself up on stage. Yeah. Yeah. Putting yourself up on stage and who wants to open freaking presents? No, you want to be in bed. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, like you Naked. just did that once. Like you did that once. Let's go. Yeah, like, or you know, just like look at each other and like, I think it, it like looking back. I mean, my God, I think it's because I, 
maybe we just need to get away a little bit. But like, had I got, if I had done that, that I would have just like stayed there. You know, mm-hmm. I think we were like, okay, what do we have to do next? What do we have to do next? Like, yeah, you're all, still in like wedding mode. Yeah, wedding mode, like tying loose ends and all that kind of stuff. So if you're going to wait till you have sex till you're married, please, for the love of all that exists, do not go open presents <laughs> the next day. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't put yourself in front of all your family that know that you have waited till you've done it till you're married and just like let them look at you and wonder what it was like to for you to have sex for the first time. Uh-huh. And then that's obviously what it was for you. Yeah, we did that too. And then we later like snuck back to my parents' house to pick up the presents we'd opened. And we're pretty sure no one was there and had sex on the couch. Ooh. And that was my first awesome orgasm. Really? Because mm-hmm. it was like that that like that danger element, you know. Oh, sent like, you well, over. We open. Yeah. And someone could show up. Right. So we're pretty sure they wouldn't, you know. Right. But they could. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Someone at that house, if you were there, <laughs> reveal yourself. <laughs> could have only been my parents. Parrots, reveal yourself. Did you hear Mary have an orgasm for the there. first time? <laughs> oh, no, don't ruin the memory. <laughs> don't. <laughs> Let's leave it at that. Oh my gosh. Okay. So aren't you guys glad that we added that egg for you? Because, um, that's a special part about waiting till you're married is actually the wedding and the wedding night and all that follows. But yeah, it's great, it's right? A, it's a huge build up to the first time. Yes. And it's worth it. It was worth it. It was not the best experience sex. <laughs> Let's just but say that. First time is right. Whose first time is right. Yeah. And you know, and yeah, it was, it was beautiful. It's bigger and deeper than that. It is. Yep. It totally is. And no regrets. So yeah. Peace out y'all. Peace. Peace. You've been listening to this topical life with Tiffany Murphy available through Podbean, iTunes, and Google play. Look for us on Instagram and Facebook donations to help support this topical life can be made through Patreon at patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. Front slash This Topical Life. Likes and comments are always appreciated. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. We'll see you next time for more real conversation, real exploration, real life stories. Because life ain't a vacation. <laughs>